0: Planning one oh one. And a very pleasant Tuesday morning everyone for a Tuesday edition of Life Planning One O one. Angela Robinson in here with us this morning to talk I don't know what we're going to talk about, but I'm sure it's going to be good. (laughs) It's always something to do with life planning, right? Yeah, something good for our lives. Yes, something good for our lives. And speaking of which, before I get into today's show, I want to make sure everybody—I've been announced this a couple times uh, today. Next week, we've got a very, very special uh, show put together. We're going to be talking. Obviously, we got Super Tuesday coming up, and we're going to be talking about the presidential candidates from the Democratic side, uh, the tax proposals and um, really what's up in the Senate, what's up in the House, if things swing one way or the other, and what you need to be doing as an investor and a taxpayer in relation to all this. So it's going to be an awesome show. Excited to have uh, Aaron on with me, our CFA in-house. So that'll be really, really, really good. You're not going to want to miss it. Make sure you tune in next Monday. Sounds like a winner. Yes, it does. But today we have... Eh, just as good a show, I think. Uh, I'm excited about this. So I want to start out by giving you a little, I want to I want to spark your imagination. Maybe it's my watching uh, Star Wars with my, my son this weekend. Let's suppose that you've always dreamed of climbing Mount Everest. For some people, that's, that's a real dream, dream yes. right? And let's suppose that you come across an advertisement that says Summit Everest guaranteed. You'd be excited. Absolutely. Elated, right? But as you scroll down the page, you also see an advertisement that reads Return Alive Guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> so the question is Which guarantee do you want? I'll go with the live one. live <laughs> guaranteed. I guess it depends on the dream, right? Yeah. But um, I, I question this because recently I learned a little fact about climbing Mount Everest that I never knew. And I bet you didn't either. Did you know that 80% of the deaths that occur on Mount Everest actually occur on the descent? On the way back down? Yes really yes see that was my response when I, when I read that for the first time i was like wow that is that is something else so uh, of course you know me i i went to immediately kind of doing some little research on that and and obviously there's two basic ways to die on mount everest it's you know a catastrophic event like a traumatic event you know avalanches maybe Fall. or extreme weather or you know those types of things right So that is one, but that is not the primary reason why people die on Mount Everest. The primary reason that people die on Mount Everest are non-traumatic causes. Exhaustion. Try that one. Mm. Fatigue can lead to all kinds of things from altitude illness, you know, to obviously small injuries to, you know, so on and so forth so here we are we always are are looking out for these big events right and and what do we need to be focused on making sure we don't get too tired right so you know and that it got me thinking as i was i was reading about that that most people do the same thing when it comes to their retirement planning they do all the retirement planning with summit everest guaranteed in mind they want to hit that pinnacle right They work all these years, put back all this money, focus, 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 focus so I can retire and I've got that date in mind and I know what that date is going to be. And then they retire and then what? They don't have anything to live for anymore. They don't have it to live for and then they've got the descent ahead of them. And what people fail to realize is they've been so focused on the summit that the descent is where 80% of the deaths are going to occur wow yeah, that's powerful. that is powerful and it's true and people always think okay well i've got that covered i have my long-term care insurance right i'm gonna be fine well yeah that's the traumatic that's the avalanche events but what about the things that you don't know that you don't know the small things like the exhaustion that might occur down the way that causes these itty bitty things that just seem to domino effect. Depression is a big thing with retirees. Sometimes. Yes, yes, exactly. So there's so many things that, you know, get extremely hard to, to look at in retirement. So that is exactly what we're going to talk about on the show today is which guarantee do you want? Mount Everest? The summit? Or do you want (laughs) return to the base, guaranteed, return alive, guaranteed, right? Right here on Life Planning 101. You're not going to want to miss it. Life Planning 101 continues on this Tuesday morning. Angela has some good stuff for us. Yes. Which which, guarantee do you want? Yeah, which guarantee do you want? Mount Everest or... Return alive. Return alive, right? And uh, it, it brought me back as I was doing this. Do you remember that commercial? Um, now I had to, I had to like look up the timeline. Okay, and this, this totally just made me feel a little bit. Oh, that, that was a while back, but um, didn't feel like that. It was back in 2008, okay? So this was 12 years ago. But do you remember that commercial, ING, which by the way, ING doesn't even exist anymore. Right. It sold, right? So I should have, that should have been a, a clue. All right. But um, ING had that, what's your number? Right. And people would walk around with the big orange numbers on their head, yes. you know, and the little green arrow that would fall. Okay. So having enough money to retire. That's what it's always been about, right? That's the advertisement. Right. That's the pinnacle. That's reaching Mount Everest. What's your number? Isn't that what everybody wants to know? Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, in fact I'd say 90% of the time, if people are coming to us re- for retirement planning, that's what they're coming to us for, is they're taking their life savings and saying, is it enough? Do I have enough? They want to know that question. You know, we always talk about the fact that it's not the, the answer, That may be incorrect it may be the wrong question that you're asking right so in this case that number may allow you to retire successfully but it may not allow you to stay retired retired successfully that's a big difference yes that's a very big difference so staying retired successfully means you know being able to ask those right questions and that's a little bit different for everyone you know Um, and you brought up a very good point in the last segment so um, my designation, I've got it. It's called a Certified Retirement Counselor. Well, a big part of that designation is going through the psychology of retirement. And you said it. Depression you know, can enter retirement, can seep in without you even knowing that it's hit you because you've had this purpose your whole life. And all of a sudden, that purpose is fulfilled. And then, boom. Now yeah. what? Right? What am I here for? And and we forget to repurpose. Right. Right? And, and some people say, well, I've got purpose. I, I do something, but... It may not be that. It may be the fact that you haven't filled And we talked about this on the, the show before. There's different areas that you had in your pre-retirement life, like social areas. I mean, you had a workforce, right? A, work, a workplace that had people there that, believe it or not, you had relationships with on some capacity. Spend more time with them than you do your own family. Exactly. And they may not have been very intimate relationships. They didn't have to be intimate relationships. But how have you replaced that hole in your life? What about learning? You know, this is a big one. And I actually, I take it back to my grandmother and I'll never forget a few years before uh, she got aphasia, which, you know, obviously is a, a brain disorder. I had asked her, you know, what she'd been doing. I was down there visiting her, and she had she had quit walking. Okay, number one, and she'd always been healthy and active and going. I mean, this is Grandma that drove ninety miles an hour when she got anywhere, but she'd quit walking. And then number two, she quit doing her her uh, crossword puzzles. Yeah, and we think these things are not big deals, but I believe they are very big deals because our experience has taught us that when people stop doing things to innovate, educate, use their minds, use their bodies, use their social abilities, something starts declining inside of them. Right. So it's a very important thing that you've got to address all of those things. And it's just like when we we're talking about the, you know, descent off of Mount Everest is it's not always the avalanche that's gonna get you. It might be the unseen thing. It that's might be going to the yeah, it might be the unseen thing that you don't even think about. So, you know, the biggest fear that people have in retirement is what? Living too long, yeah, running out of money, exactly, yeah, exactly, living too long, and in reality, they should. So I took some notes, and this is really cool because as I read that, Dylan made it it immediately made me think of someone that I saw back in 2018. So what you witnessed before me is a book from 2018, which I took a ton of notes in, and this was a, a speaker that I heard at a conference. Her name was Allison Levine. And if you haven't heard of Allison Levine, I encourage you to go look up her podcast, read her book on the edge. She did climb Mount Everest. Wow. Okay, she's done a lot. She actually trains some of our army. This is how you know powerful of a mindset this woman has. She's absolutely amazing. And you know, people fear running out of money. That's where we got here. Okay, so she quoted, "Fear is fine. Complacency will kill you." Very good. Fear is fine. Complacency will kill you. Storms are always temporary. These are just some of the notes that I wrote down, right? It's not standing on the top that's important. Think about what we just said, right? It's not standing on the top; it's important. It's the lessons you've learned while you're working. Your and I'm not gonna bleep off to get there. I'm not going to say that, <laughs> but I actually, Thank I didn't did write it down. <laughs> and uh, be relentless when you put one foot in front of the other, right? And you know, an Everest expedition takes about two months to get through, right? And she t- she talked about, I remember it vividly because she was such an, a, a very vibrant speaker. and She talked about how when you, you climb Everest, you've got to get to a base, and then you'll you'll go and then you'll climb higher, but then you'll come back to that base. And you'll climb higher, but then you'll come back to that base. And then you'll climb higher, and you'll come back to the base. And you do that several, 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 several times because you got to be able to get acclimated to those new altitudes. right So you do that, and then she shows this second base that you get to, and you get to that that base and you climb higher and then you got to go climb back all the way to base one.
1: Really? Yes.
0: So this is how you climb Mount Everest. It's not just simply going up and saying, Hey, I got here and so hope I'm not exhausted. I get, to get down. You really climb Mount Everest several times. Yes. I mean. Yes. So when we parallel this to climbing to your retirement, isn't there so much truth in that? Absolutely. How many times have you gone backwards? How many times have you made mistakes and, and you still get there, right? And then you get there and you're like, Ooh, I made it everything's good but you forget 80% of the deaths happen on the dissension and this is where it's so important to have someone by your side or quarterback that and, and we tell people this all the time I mean we've been doing this since 1989 comprehensive planning not me in particular but our firm has and I know the stories that are in place I know some of those families that we still work with that we started with in 1989 okay so here it is 30 years, 30 plus years of not just our education, our experiences, but also those are the families that we've worked with and the stories that they've told us of others. I can't tell you, we used to work with a uh, at and back in the day in, in Abilene, Southwestern Bell was right. when, okay. All right. So we went in and we did workshops for their HR department and helped them with their retirements and all of this stuff. And we did, we did a lot of that. And um, I can't tell you how many times that a few years later, you know, these Southwestern Bell employees would keep in touch with each other and they say yeah so and so they had to go back to work a few years later a few years later you know why it was it was because it was the descent and they didn't get help doing it they didn't get the training needed to do it they didn't ask the what ifs and be prepared for the what they did not knows to do it right right and that's the exact same thing so you know from day one if you think about when you enter retirement i just i just want to throw out some things because this is so important from day one you're at the mercy of the returns of your money right absolutely okay or you're on a fixed income take your pick <laughs> sounds exciting doesn't it okay or you can have a little bit of both there is that um interest rates you're at the mercy of interest rates You're at the mercy of the increase of the cost of living. Can you control that? None of these things can you control. None of them can you control, right? You're at the mercy of the cost of health care and taxes. Can't control either one of those. Yeah, and, and you can't wait till I talk to you about taxes next week. You're going to be blown away by some of these proposals. So, you know, if you're retiring today and you think this is what taxes are going to look like in your retirement, think again, it's not going to happen, right? Then there's the risk if you live too long die too soon leave behind a spouse that gets the widow's penalty which means higher taxation and less income think about that doesn't even seem to make sense does it but that's the society we live in or what if you become sick or just frail right all of that has to be considered before you worry about the five trips that you're going to take in year one which we see all the time, right? I mean, <laughs> it's it's going to happen. And what are you planning the most for? Yes, <laughs> the five tricks, in here, right? One right out of the gate. And what you're going to do when all the dust settles. Can you afford to play more golf? Are you going to enjoy playing golf for the next 20 years? Can you afford to pick up another hobby? Are you going to pick up another hobby? Should you stay in the same house? What about the same town or even the state? Where do your kids live? What do their grandkids do? Can you get involved in their life? Will that cost you extra money? Will you be driving them around, right? Are you going to be too much of a nuisance for them? And all those answers include one thing that's commonality, money, money. right? So, yeah, chasing, yes. chasing grandkids can be very expensive. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, trust me, as a parent that's in between those two, I'm reading books on how to unspoil your kids, <clears throat> if you're listening, Mother. Um, anyway, <laughs> when we come back on Life Planning 101, which guarantee do you want? The Summit or to return alive? Final segment of Life Planning 101 here on... K J K to Angel has great stuff as usual. Yes. Which guarantee do you want? And we're talking about the descent into retirement and when you return alive or otherwise known as not run out of money. Right. Right? And you know, staying successfully retired, you know, takes planning. I don't care who tells you what. There is no cookie cutter way to do it. Terry, you brought up some great examples in the break, you know, just about the various things that you've seen people do that go make you go eek why are they doing that but they didn't know what they didn't know when they went into it you know and, and they and, certainly didn't know it was going to hurt them and they didn't know it was going to hurt them you know and i think that's a lot of people is is and you got to think about it how many times do you do most people retire well hopefully once right hopefully once right so yeah. how much experience have they had doing it none none and so why do people try to do that on their own. Yeah. Why? why? I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me, except for the fact that they've done it themselves their whole life. I sat down with a uh, business owner last week and a very successful guy. He's uh, had somewhat success his whole life, but he's always been kind of a do-it-yourselfer and he's always been able to be a do-it-yourselfer. He's um, a finance major out of college and, um, you know, he he does his own books and he kind of looks at everything else but all of a sudden he's looked up and he's got an eight-figure net worth and he's still doing it on his own and i immediately as started talking to him and hearing what he had going on could see holes right sure why can i see those holes well call me sherlock holmes (laughs) this is what i study this is what i do every single day i see them just plain as day where other people can't can't see them because they didn't they haven't experienced them they haven't known them they haven't gone through that before with someone else right and it's not just me we have got my dad we've got my husband we've got my uh, brother in the business we have two other junior advisors you know we're learning leaps and bounds i i've spent the last month my goodness how many times have i actually been in the studio this last month I've been spending last month educating myself on, it, on how to get better, going and finding out other experiences from other people, other attorneys, other CPAs, other business owners, what's going on out there in the industry and, and what are the stories and what, what's being told so that we can help do even a better job than what we're doing right now. And, you know, I think this is so important for people to realize that, you know, there's a point that you outgrow your success. Think about that. You outgrow your success. Yes. You're street smart. Yeah. You got there. Absolutely. Congratulations. You hit the summit. Summit. Right? You hit it. And it took a lot of ups and downs and bangs and bruises and broken legs and arms and, and everything else. And maybe you even avoided a few avalanches on the way, but you did it. And that is not a small feat whatsoever. And you need to recognize that. But you also need to recognize that your success has created complexity. And for you to think that you can go through the next leg of life without any experience, much less the 10,000 hours to mastery behind you, and not hit a, a blip on the radar. You're crazy. Right. You're crazy. I'm you got sorry. I, 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 got, I got nothing else to tell you, but you're crazy. And I think the reason that you do it is because you've always been able to do it, right? Right. You've been able to do it yourself and had no problem doing it. But this time, you don't get a second, a third, a fourth chance. How many times do you get to go back down that mountain? One time. One time. You mess up? <laughs> That's it, right? And we need some sound effects on the show. But, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so, you know, guaranteed income. People talk about this all the time. Means growing broke safely because you simply have less purchasing power every year. Right. What are you going to put back on the shelf? Nothing. Nothing. You're going to shop less at Walmart or spend less on Amazon, not if your wife has anything to do with it. I'm going to tell you, it's not going to happen, and you won't be able to afford it. So people say, well, I've got everything set up guaranteed. There is no such thing in retirement. There is no such thing. Now, is there a plan that is able to address all the what-ifs? Absolutely, there's a plan. But it's not met with a product. It's met with a plan. And there's plenty of those what-ifs. And the scariest is doing it by yourself. That's the scariest. So if I can't get one thing across to retirees today, don't do the job alone. We Remember the poem we've read in here a thousand times about the bricklayer yes. that tries to do the job alone and he ends up crushed by his bricks, right? Yes. So it just can't happen. And so you know, and we've been teaching that since 1989. That's how long we've been teaching that. So our goal with our clients is we know that retirement is about returning alive guaranteed. And we want them to be able to live life on purpose and be able to get there. That's our goal absolutely so with that being said do not miss our show next week when we're going to be talking about the democratic nominees and the effects on your taxes and your retirement with our cfa aaron kennedy and uh, make sure you join our newsletter at kennedy-financial.com where you can find all kinds of resources over a decade of resources in there in our library so My name is Angela Robinson. I hope everyone has a wonderful and blessed week and make sure that you pick the right guarantee for retirement. of Calton & Associates, Incorporated, and Smart Money Group, LLC.